and they mm-hmm. were out because they wanted change in the first place. Yeah, they were martyred. They were marching because they wanted change. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they were, they, were. they were martyred. Yes, that's it. Mm-hmm. So please, let's pray. Let's use our voices. You are the Nehemiah for your generation. As far as I'm concerned, at this point, everybody should be, should be praying. Mm-hmm. Pray, build with your mouth. Build. And in fact, no matter what anybody does, I will not curse my nation. Nigeria will rise again and give God glory. America will rise again and give God glory. Guyana will rise again and give God glory. Wherever you come from, your nation will rise again and give God glory. In the name of Jesus. Exactly. And that answers the question, when should we pray for our leaders? Continue while If you know they're in a position of authority and they are decision makers and they control a sector they guide people they're in people's lives are in their hands spiritual lives physical lives it's a continuous process you pray for them and to reference what is actually going on in the world um you can go back and listen to our episode about george floyd Uh which seems so insane at the time Uh, but this situation here and the one that happened in guyana that i'm going to mention a little bit is is it to me it trumps george floyd This is The Believer's Response with Althea Nbamidele. Welcome to our podcast, where we inspire fellow believers to live an empowered life and to walk the Christian walk victoriously. Let's chat. Hi, sis. Hi, sis. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. All smiles. Good. (laughs) (laughs) Nigerian people always say, well, they they pronounce like the last letter, like, and I think I'm picking that up. I'm good. (laughs) Doing. (laughs) Yes. I know you haven't noticed it, but I've noticed it. I feel like, yeah. Do I do it? Yes. And I feel like myself, like I'm I'm adopting it. Yeah. (laughs) On some things, not a lot of things. Okay. (laughs) But anyway, we digress. Hello, hello, listeners. Thank you again for joining us on the Believer's Response Podcast. We are overjoyed to have you here with us again so that we can pass on what we've gotten, uh, what we've gleaned from this week and hope that it's a blessing to you. Every time that you are blessed, please share this podcast with a friend, family member, and somebody said enemy too. Share it with you. That's fine. <laughs> yes, please. It will bless them and probably change their lives. Thank you. Hello. So pass it on. Pass on. <laughs> and let the word do its job. Amen. So, yes. And also share with us on our Instagram page at Believers, at Believers Response. Mm. And let us know what's been blessing you. Um, we have posts up there. You can write underneath it and let us know. And we'll share it on our next episode. So we're going to get into now what was blessing us for this season. It could be this week, but um, I like the word season better because sometimes things reoccur. So, Bamidele, what's been blessing you for this season? Mm. For this season, it's, um, it's a lot of things. It's a lot of things. Um, so I will, I will share this one. It's a lot of... <laughs> I'm repeating it a lot it's of a things because it is. It I just is, have to though. Pick it is, one. honestly. So let me pick one. It's... Um, just this constant reminder and I'm in fact that in in and of itself is a blessing to me that mm. I am grateful you know to God that he keeps reminding me I'm not 
it's it's a testament to the fact that one is not just walking mm. um you know one is not just on this race just running it aimlessly uh-huh. there is an aim to it there is a guide you know Amen. god mm-hmm. is there guiding me that's something that is i mean has always been blessing me and the fact that recently god keeps reminding me of so many things and especially mm. of how i started this year that not to give up on that passion with which I started this year with. Mm-hmm. And I, you know, and I feel like it's going to bless someone as I'm saying this again, that, you know, let's not forget, how did you start this year? I know everybody started with some fire in their bones, or most people, I should say, started with some fire in their bones. And then March came and it felt like <laughs> oh, yeah. everything started dying off. But God is saying, reignite, refire, Amen. refire, you, you know. And refuel as well. Yes, that's 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 the word. Refuel because there is there is more to come. There is more blessings. And things, in fact, mm. one of the things that God told me, things may not get better for the world. Mm. Mm. It's just the truth. Speak. Things may not get better. We have to just accept it. But for those who wait on the Lord, Amen. for those who wait on the Lord, they shall be strong. Amen. And they shall do exploits. So... That's what's been blessing me. Wow. It's it's been a blessing to just stay with God and know that this year there is still more bountiful things to come if we stay with God mm-hmm. and not be carried away with the wind, the wind and the happenings. <laughs> yeah, around because it's drowning. Wow. Okay, I, I'm gonna change mine. Oh. Um, <laughs> okay, so based on what you just said, I have this whole thing. As you can see in my book, I have a whole thing here. But you know, this is why you need to listen to the Holy the Holy Spirit, hmm. friends, because uh, a lot of times you hear that, you get that, um, you just see it as like an impression or it's some kind of like. Um, like an urging, but you don't wow. listen to it. So what I was going to share, and this is why I'm changing mine, because um, something you said actually made me feel like, okay, I need to go into um, talking about what was blessing me. And I'm like, okay, it did it. It was a new thing and it wasn't like over a season. So I'm not going to share it. I'm going to share something else, mm-hmm. but I'm going to share it. It was a uh, sermon I listened to and they were talking about um, the preacher was uh, saying that the more you grow, the more you have to wait. Mm. Yes, and that was such a blessing to me hearing that because a lot of times you feel like you're just in a rush. You want to go faster. You want things to happen, you know, sooner. You're looking at the world and you're thinking, okay, everything is just chaotic and it's crazy. You know, um, where is where is my place? And then you start to think, maybe I need to make my place. Or you spend a lot of time. Like the basis on why he was saying, you know, the more you grow, the more you have to wait is because as you're waiting, God is 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 looking to download more into you. But if you're just constantly moving, you don't have time to reflect, like we said, go back to the beginning of this year and see where you were in January 2020 when everybody was dancing and making New Year's resolution and mm-hmm. then coronavirus. And then, you know, we're in a different kind of mindset. But as you look back and you think, okay... You are in a, a reflective moment then. And sometimes it's good to go back into that. And I know we treated that on the show already too, about waiting in the, in the presence of the Lord. So it's not just all about what was, what blessed me was that the thought that it was, it's not just all about asking and talking and talking and talking to God. It's important. It's just as important to listen 
and then you'll get direction of where you need to go and understand that as you grow you're going to need more seasons of waiting and as you grow bigger and grow larger than that or you grow closer to god you're going to need more seasons of waiting (laughs) because he's going to reveal um broader things to you that you're able to handle you're able to chew like they say when you're um when you're a baby you drink milk a spiritual Mm -hmm. baby you drink milk but then you grow you eat meat and chew bones. <laughs> yep. You have to. And chew bones. But you can't chew the bone if you're not there waiting for it to yeah to maturate. So um yeah. So I I I move away from my what my notes of what I had there and share that with you about the mm. the the necessity to wait as you grow. And as you said, you know, as you wait on the Lord, you will, you know you will be able to do exploits. Mm-hmm. And the other one I like is as you wait on the Lord, you will renew your strength. Yes. And you'll mount up with wings as eagles. Yes. So it's good to wait. Nobody wants to hear wait, but it's really good to wait. And there's strength coming to you as you're waiting. And that was what was uh, actually blessing me. So, <laughs> yeah. See, I changed. <laughs> okay. Or maybe that was the original plan all along. Maybe. Yes. You never know. <laughs> you know, I, I just to, uh, when you were saying that, one thing I learned from that and it's something that I I have experienced as I've grown older in the Lord is that things God because now I'm I'm I need to grow up. God will mm-hmm. not just I just most times when I was growing I'll be like, God, I need this. And it will just happen. Like, it yeah. just happens. Mm-hmm. But now I'm like, Daddy, what's up? Yeah, I've heard that too, yeah. <laughs> like, Daddy, what's up? Why are you treating me like this? Why do I have to press? Yeah, it's like... Why, why do I have to press more to get this thing? Like, before, I will pray, and it's there. I will, mm. It's just there. And now I have to... Yeah. Like, what's up, Daddy? Well, have to grow. I have to Something's grow. growing. Yeah. There's a lot there's a lot of patience and endurance being developed in the yeah. waiting stage. So people don't be afraid to wait and also reflect on the beginning of this year. We had a vision at the beginning of this year and it's time for that restoration. It's time for us to repurpose. It's time for us to refuel and get back into what we originally saw, what mm-hmm. God originally revealed to us at the beginning of 2020. So as you have listened, please share with us what was blessing you. Maybe it's a revelation. Maybe it was something that happened. Um, maybe something you heard. Maybe something someone shared to you so that we can share with our other listeners and uh, be a blessing as well. Okay. All right. Right. So... <laughs> New topic, very timely. This one is, when should we pray for our leaders? And we've been kind of holding off on this topic. Uh, It was in the bank for a while when we did our our, um, possible topics list. Mm -hmm. And we said, okay, if we feel the urge or we feel that it's necessary to record on this topic close to election time, then um, in America, that we would then record it and then put it out there because it's t- it will be timely. But we never knew or imagined how timely it would be for us to be able to, you know, to speak on this topic. And having a platform is powerful in this day and age. You don't know who's listening, but we have to be organic and we have to be genuine. We have to be authentic 
to what God has called us to do. And there's no possible way that we could have a platform, especially one called the believer's response and not respond to everything that's going on and developing around the world with our leaders. So when should we pray for our leaders? And in preparation for this, we need to understand that there are leaders in every sector. So we don't want to just make it um, relative only to leaders on a national level or world leaders. If you are a leader in your home, you are everything to that home and to that environment. If you're a leader in the community, you're essential to that environment, to people's livelihoods, to people's lives. So leaders come in diff- on different levels, different sectors. So you have the microcosm of leadership where you're dealing with leaders in the home, you're dealing with leaders in the community. Um, that could even also include church. You're dealing with leaders at the governmental level and also world leaders. So when should we pray for these leaders? And it says in Luke 12, 48, from everyone as a leader in relation to leaders from everyone who has been given much, much will be demanded. And from the one who has been entrusted with much, much more will be asked. Leadership is demanding. There's no other way to say it. As a a microcosmic leader myself, Mm -hmm. I feel the demands of leadership in my community. Yes. So when should we pray for our leaders? I think the answer is self-explanatory, but um, Bamidele... Let's get into it. Yes, yes. So I'm kind of like, um, please excuse me if I sound a bit angry. <laughs> it's just passion. <laughs> passion, yes. Oh, Lord have mercy. Anyway, so let's substantiate it in the word of God. In 1 Timothy chapter 2, verse 1 to 3, it says, Therefore, I exhort, first of all, that supplications, prayers, intercessions, and giving of thanks be made for all men. Mm. Verse Mm 2, for kings and all who are in authority, that we may lead a quiet and peaceable life in all godliness and reverence. Verse 3 says, for this is good and acceptable in the sight of God our Savior. So this is the will of God concerning praying for our leaders. It's something that we ought to do. It is the will of God. It is something that makes our Savior, who is right there at the right hand of the Father, making intercession for us, you know, at Mm -hmm. all times. So for us doing it here on earth as well, it is His will. It pleases Him that we, you know, that that we would do this kind of thing because it is pleasing to God. And, um, you know, first of all, make supplication. We make prayers, we intercede for them, and then we even give thanks on their behalf. On kings, um, for kings, anyone in authority. So starting from your home, your husband, your your dad, your mom, if the mom is the is the breadwinner of the house, or the the you know for um widows. for widows, you know, for anyone who is in a place of authority and I would love to say at this point uh, that we should, we're not praying for politicians. I'm sorry that I'm saying this, but we need to start praying for leaders to lead us. Mm -hmm. Don't pray for politicians. Why? Because politicians only plan for their next election. They have no plans for you. 
They have no plans to move the nation forward. They are only planning for their next election. And that's why they make promises and fail. Because they forget that it's not about them. Uh, yeah, it's not about them. It's about the people. Mm-hmm. They make promises and they can't meet up with the promises because they, they, <laughs> they don't know what's going to happen in future. Amen. And they're making those promises just so they can get in. Not because they care for anyone. But then we have to pray for leaders. Leaders are people who are planning for the next generation. Whatever they are doing, they know it will affect the next generation. They are not working for the next election. Leaders understand that they will only be there for a particular time. But what they do will last longer than, than, than the time that they will be in office. Leaders have the concern of the people at heart. It's not, it's not, they're not selfish people. So we need to start praying. Forget about politicians. Pray for leaders. And when I say, as long as they are in authority, we ought to see them as leaders and pray that they will act like leaders and not as politicians. Because politicians will not take any country anywhere. (laughs) It's painful. Now, I'm I'm being passionate about this because I'm thinking about Nigeria, where I come from. It's, it's, Nigeria is an eyesore. In fact, an eyesore is an understatement at this point. Nigeria is under fire, literally under fire. Hoodlums. Okay, so let me go back. <laughs> I know, she's getting it. <laughs> okay. Let me go back to the beginning. So yes. it all started, so that's for the past two weeks, or almost going to three weeks now, a, a, a peaceful protest. And I emphasize on the word peaceful peaceful a peaceful protest started in nigeria and the issue was they were trying to end sars so what is sars It's a special anti-robbery squad Mm. in quotes i have to say that (laughs) in quotes Mm -hmm. so it's a special um anti-robbery squad in the police force and i have a problem with that word force because police should be service not a force and that's where they got their, I'm sorry to use this word, where they got their craziness from, where they got their abuse of power from. Because of the word first, I guess. It stems from that. So let me try and get on point. <laughs> so they, they, these people would arrest people. They were, they, this SARS was a group that the police force, well, police force, um, they, they, um, created this group of people in order to stop the robbery, the rampant robbery at a point in Nigeria. But these people are beginning to do well. They, they were doing what the, the, ha- robbers, the, what the robbers were doing. They would arrest people. I'm trying to paint the picture so you, you, you really see what we're talking about here. They would arrest people. If you're, if you're looking good, maybe you're wearing a big chain, Mm-hmm. or you're looking flamboyant yeah they don't want to know if you're actually a criminal or not mm-hmm. they would arrest you and require to see your phone to see your bank statement mm-hmm. to see your account and if you have some type of <laughs> substantial money in your mm-hmm. account they will drive you or go into your car and take you to the bank and withdraw money and if yeah. you're if you if you're um, struggling with them. Sometimes we've heard that some people have been missing. Yeah. 
or they found themselves in jail that they had they had to get someone to bail them out so some so many crazy things so this protest start, started to just end this thing because it was getting too much mm-hmm. to the point that ladies would be raped mm-hmm. it was just getting too much so celebrities in nigeria came up with this plan to um start a an uh, um uh uh, uh uh protest yeah. without force no violence non-violent protest to cut the long story short um a few days ago during the protest during the protest the governor announced that there will be a curfew at 4 p.m and the people pled with the governor that please there is no way everybody will be able to make it home by that time and he said he extended the curfew to 9 p.m but before 9 p.m by around 7 Mm p.m around 7 p.m gunshots were released on innocent people protesters people who this these are young people young people who young people who are educated young people who have a future and these people were killed. According to the lady that was right there on uh, on the uh, at the scene, she said, as at the time that she she gained she regained her consciousness or yeah. tried to figure out what was yeah. going on, mm-hmm. seven people had died. By the time they finished, lives it was fifteen people, and these are not fifteen people, children, mm. the youth, youth. Mm-hmm. I mean, I said children because these are children to their yeah, parents. They're children. They're they're children. children to their parents. These are mm-hmm. people that have a future. Mm. Anyway, to cut a long story short, and <laughs> the army denied. This, the army shot them and they denied that that there was any, they didn't kill anyone, that mm. they weren't even there with, with um, firearms. They just weren't there at all. <laughs> uh, okay. Oh my God. Oh my God. <laughs> such level of and then our president came out to speak he gave a speech and everyone became speechless he actually spoke he spoke but he spoke nothing the people people are saying okay well that's that's neither here nor there i don't want to he spoke but we didn't hear anything because there was nothing i mean he didn't even address the fact that some people lost their lives he did Mm. not address it he did not address it Mm. so you see, we have politicians as supposed leaders, mm. and we don't, we don't, we don't need politicians. Politicians will not take us anywhere. We need people who will take us to the promised land. We need people who would, who have you at heart, who carry the pulse of the nation, mm-hmm. and it can only be people who are either chosen by God, mm-hmm. or people who know God. Yes. In fact, let's tell the truth only people who know God who know Jesus Christ can truly lead a nation to a place of promise and not be a tool and not be a tool in the hand of the enemy so um, I just want to make this reference because this is exactly what is happening in times like this and not just um, I don't want to mention what my sister would say it's not just happening in, in, in Nigeria it's happening even in our country here America it's happening all over the world. Everyone, every country has their story yeah. of this brutality, mm-hmm. police brutality, people being being brutal against one another. And Nehemiah, Nehemiah chapter two verse um, seventeen, it says, "Then I said to them, this is Nehemiah talking. 
You see the distress that we are in. How Jerusalem lies waste. Mm. Nigeria is in dis- distress. And its ga- gates are burned with fire, literally. Come and let's build. Let us build mm. the wall of Jerusalem. That we may no longer be a reproach. Verse 18 says, And I told them of the hand of my God, which had been good upon me, and also of the king's words that he had spoken to me. So if you, and I, 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 I will urge everyone to please go into the book of Nehemiah. If you care about your country, anywhere that you're from, if yes. you care about your country, please go and soak into the book of Nehemiah and you will see what I'm saying. Especially if you're a black person. Black countries nowadays, I don't know what's going on. It's like an un- 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 unleashing of, of demonic yes. mm. block sucking yeah. things going on. So please. It's so rampant. Yes. Let's go study, please. Just study the book of Nehemiah and you would see. And there would something, there will be an hunger for a change that will rise up within you. And I tell you, we as long as you believe in Jesus and you have a mouth. And you have some type of resource, even if it's money, even if you don't have money, you have a mouth and you believe in Jesus and you have given your life to Jesus Christ. You can use your voice and your prayers. So please let's begin to speak out and pray out loud. Like pray, 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 pray for your nation. Let's carry the, 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 the burdens of people. I don't know these people that died, but these are human beings. Yeah. These are human beings. Nobody deserves to just, I mean, oh, it's painful. Please, we don't, we, we, we don't know who that person, those, those 15 people that died, and that's just the number they could count. You don't know what they would have represented in the future, what, would have, what they would have changed in the future. And they were out because they wanted change in the first place. Yeah, they were martyred. They were marching because they wanted change. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they, they, were, they were martyred. Yes, that's it. Mm-hmm. So please, let's pray. Let's use our voices. You are the Nehemiah for your generation. As far as I'm concerned, at this point, everybody should be should be praying. Mm-hmm. Pray, build with your mouth. Build. And in fact, no matter what anybody does, I will not curse my nation. Nigeria will rise again and give God glory. America will rise again and give God glory. Guyana will rise again and give God glory. Wherever you come from, your nation will rise again and give God glory. In the name of Jesus. Because, and we know, yes, we know that these things, you know, the Bible says it. We hear news of, you know, uproar, rumors of war. Yes, we know. But where we are, we represent the peace. We, 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 we call for peace wherever we are. Peace must reign. So as long as we're still here, that peace has to reign Amen. in our domain, in, in our territory. The in peace the must reign. Because how do we live if, if how do we really, how do you really do those things that God has called you to do if it's in the midst of turmoil? How mm-hmm. do you achieve those things? So really, it's so true. Yeah. So please let's 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 give ourselves to prayer. And the study of God's word to understand. These things have happened before. Nehemiah yes. went through it. Yes. So it has happened before. So we know that it's not a new thing. We can build as well. And there will be Sambalats and Tobias that will be against your building. Mm-hmm. But let's not give up. Amen. So, I mean, let me not overflow again, man. Let's, let's, yes, we need to be empowered by God. 
keep to do using. this thing because like you said it's repetitive it's happened before we've been here we've had uh we've had uh pharaoh we've mm-hmm. been under the rule of pharaoh god's Precious. children pharaoh nebuchadnezzar name them Herod. Mm-hmm. who else mm-hmm. name them and these people have ruled over the people of god and and pressed them to the point of extinction yes but still what we still rose yes we, we still rise and you know it just to 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 continue from where that was the end of what you were going to say yeah okay so to continue from there on a, on that high note the same level of passion that she feels is what i feel about it cuz normally you know we say we don't want to enter into uh we want to discuss things that are um you know timeless and not necessarily just um the headlines yeah whatever's trending but this is not trending like mm. you said this is something that's happened before if you look in the word of god it's there there's been oppression happening to the people of god for from from the fall of man okay and it's because of that serpent it's because of that one roll uh roaming around on the earth seeking whom he may devour and that's what's happening like uh I, I my mother said something to me the other day and I said that makes so much sense she said it's like they want blood it's like you know and you just said like it just blood is everywhere it feels like and it seems like and it looks like that there's just a uh, a call for blood and blood why senseless senseless shedding of blood but you know we only see in part here on earth and because we see in part we can't see how this will play yeah. out mm-hmm. and we can't see how god is going to you know turn this thing around but we just hope and we pray that everything is that's happening every life that's lost in these uh, political uprisings or up, upheavals mm-hmm. and in these this this turmoil that we're in right now will not be in vain Amen. in the name of Jesus. Amen. Because when they stoned Stephen that wasn't in vain. Yes, thank you. It was Jesus. not in vain. So, you know, and every of of the other the cloud of witnesses that were were martyred before us was not in vain. So we just hope and pray that these things are not happening. And you know, I like when you said the thing about Jesus. Jesus, Jesus God are the examples of leadership. Mm-hmm. It's there for us. You know, when you look at the Holy Trinity, you see how it's broken down and how it should be. And you know, we here on earth, we're supposed to mirror what God is doing in heaven. And as you said, Jesus is on the right hand of God interceding on our behalf. So as his representatives here on earth, we need to be interceding on behalf of our brethren. And I can honestly say I need to do better and I need to do yes, more. I need to because until something happens, that's when I think, okay, now let me just really pray. But no, that's when you really you really need Thank to pray for, for the people that, out. Yes. that are in leadership. Yes. You pray for yes, you pray for your family. That was why I read the, that Bible verse. It's a constant thing. We have to Exactly. And that answers the question, when should we pray for our leaders? Mm-hmm. Continue while If you know they're in a position of authority and they are decision makers and mm-hmm. they control a sector, they guide people. They're in a, people's lives are in their hands, yes. spiritual lives, physical lives. Yes. It's a continuous process. You pray for them and to reference what is actually going on in the world. Um, you can go back and listen to our episode about George Floyd, uh-huh. which seems so insane at the time. Uh, But this situation here and the one that worse. happened in Guyana that I'm going to mention in a Please. little bit is, is it, to me, it trumps George Floyd. And it's inhuman things that are happening to our brethren right now. To you know, they may not be saved at this time, but that they, that just means they're not saved yet. 
And as long as they're alive on earth, they still have a chance to hear the gospel and be saved. So they're still our brethren. They're still God's children. So we need to still intercede on their behalf. Now, watching George Floyd's life get extinguished felt so unnatural and inhuman, especially in a world now where we're going through this pandemic. You just think to yourself, what more now? And then up. You hear about this thing. Come September, what happened in Guyana? Well, actually, it was before that, predating that, was an election. And it seems like whenever there's an election in these kind of countries where mm-hmm. there's a loose regulation and 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 no oversight or little to no oversight, and unfortunately categorized as third world or developing countries, you have all this uh, uh, this corruption, this cronyism. And unfortunately, the election in Guyana was tampered with by outside sources, Mm -hmm. and um, it was stolen away. I mean, this is my account of it. If you listen (laughs) to somebody else, yeah, it was. You know, but we know that other countries interfere in some countries' elections for their purposes. Why? Because there was oil discovered in Guyana recently, Uh and from the time that oil was discovered, that well always problem. It brings to enrich our country. And I feel like Guyana and Nigeria are a mirror. That's why, you know, we have to kind of marry now. So <laughs> I've married myself to them. So oh, God. <laughs> there's so much overlap in, in, in our cultures, period, in our systems, governmental systems, period. And even the topography of the land. When I go to Nigeria, I'm like, this looks like Guyana. And even the way the houses are built and everything like that. But it's just that we have two different... Um, two majority uh, domineering groups in Guyana. You have the Indo-Guyanese, the descendants of the Indians, the Indian uh, indentured servants and slaves from India, and the Afro-Guyanese, the indentured servants and slaves from Africa. So those are the two. And you also have the Caribs and you have the Arawaks and you have other um, indigenous peoples that were there already in Guyana but have been absorbed and pretty much dominated by the culture um, the dominating culture is the Afro and the Indo. So there's been a power struggle similar to how there's white uh, mm-hmm. to black relations in America. That's the same way it is in Guyana. Indo to Afro relations and and always some kind of discontent and disagreement. And before the previous president, who was a black man, was elected, it was the, the government was dominated for years. Even the airport is named after an Indo-Guyanese man. For years, is it decades, by the the Indians. So when the all when this last government here was briefly occupied by the blacks, things started to change. Things were turning in a different direction. There was some there was so much corruption under the Indo Guyanese. You know they may not see it that way, but me as an objective person, not even being in Guyana, could see that. And I haven't been to Guyana in decades could see that that was what was going on and you know the election came around and they ran and somehow there was some kind of you know they wanted to make a deal for the oil the man wouldn't make a deal and the Indians you know they went out they got outside support came back in now and pretty much fixed the election so this is what we're dealing with here now when that happened and the power shifted back over and the, the, the old president, Mr. Granger, would just, you know, just let the fight go because, you know, he's up in age and he's a cancer survivor as well. 
and he just let it go because he said he's not going to fight this thing and it, it was also tampered from the western world it was tampered and they gave and why because they could make a deal for oil with the indo guyanese that they couldn't make with the black guyanese that were in power um, or in control of the government at the time. So we see, we cannot trust, as my sister said, you can't trust politicians and leaders because, you know, not politicians that aren't leaders. We can trust mm-hmm. leaders because especially if someone is a true leader, a true leader let's use the truth. Thank you. Hello. <laughs> I, I missed using that. Thank a you. True a true leader. leader. They have the people's hearts at mind and, you know, and one of the leaders, I think my biblical reference that I wanted to use was David. Ah, you know, going through that and thinking about him, except for the fact when, you know, what he did to Bathsheba and, <laughs> you know, Uriah. But his leadership style was for the people. And that's what kept promoting him. And as you said, he was, a, he was a man after God's own heart as well. So the leader that we are supporting, we have to support, has to be somebody that is a man after God's own heart. And some of them, you know, otherwise they'll be a tool, like Nebuchadnezzar was. Nebuchadnezzar had to be taken through so many things before he could declare that God is 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 the one and only and the true God, even making himself into an idol. So you don't want to support and be behind somebody that's going through changes and transformations. But God can still use that person to have a positive effect on his children and I his agree. people. Yes. So that's why we have to pray for them. Yes. Because the heart of the king is in the hand of the Lord God. as the rivers and waters. Yes. He will direct them as he wishes. And Amen. that's what God is doing now, I believe. I hear different things about leadership. It's a shame what the leaders, the quote unquote, the, the false leaders, can we call them false leaders, are doing yes. to the people. They're pushing us to the point of, you know, and, and believers and non-believers in anger and the like. Pushing people to, yes, to anger. Pushing people to desperation. Pushing people to commit um, acts that they wouldn't normally commit just to survive. All these people in Nigeria were trying to do just, was to ask for, um, can you please stop robbing me when I'm driving like, down the highway? Let us stay alive. Then they're killing people. They're just asking to be alive. You already, you, you already are not doing your job by providing just a basic, basic mm-hmm. amenities. Yes. Like just electricity. Electricity. That's- electricity is... And Nigeria is, is rich. Nigeria oh, is sis. Electricity. Niger- yes, you're right. Nigeria, Nigeria is, rich, is rich. But electricity is like a visitor in Nigeria. Oh, girl. Typically. I know. I've, I've, like, I've been You're there. grateful. Like, ah, yay! Everybody yay. shouts when electricity is back. Like, and then when it's gone, oh. Like, yeah. it's a real celebration when, when you know? the light comes on. Honestly, I feel like that is a ploy. They're using that light to control people. And why that is it so difficult that you can't fix it? They are. it? That doesn't make sense to me. In Guyana, we've had um, some some electrical grid issues, but it's more stable now than it was before. Under and there's uh, and Guyana actually became a more progressive country that actually could relate on a global level and actually have interrelations with um, other countries in a diplomatic way. We were seen before as. Um, going towards the side of communism and relating more towards Ooh. Cuba. So we were blacklisted a long time ago, a lot oh, from wow. America, yeah, and other countries because of our communist ideologies. But that was from like way, way back, like the 70s, you know. <laughs> so a lot of that was from 
the old system. Okay. Now we're moving ahead, and now this one is elected in there now. And since he was elected, what happened in September that kind of got everybody in an uproar was the killing, the unlawful, unwarranted, uncalled for, brutal killing of three young men by an Indo-Guyanese that, and that stated that he was, the men were stealing the boys. They were youth. They were stealing from his property. So that's why you chop up the man, the, the boys, they chop them up with a machete. It's brutal. It's very brutal. And then you have to think to yourself, what is really going on in this place? And that just made a whole like racial uproar and uprising. And you just think to yourself, why is this still happening? Why? 2020. It's 2020. It's 2020. We're moving ahead. Mind you, why is this happening? Like we don't have another thing to deal with the pandemic. Why is this still happening? But you know, as believers, we have to see beyond the physical. We have to see with spiritual eyes. <laughs> you know, it's hard. It's really hard to even like maintain your focus on reality. I'm telling but you, for the past sit- two weeks, mm-hmm. I haven't had pimple <laughs> in a while. No, I'm telling you the truth. And I, I don't let you. things bother me. Mm-hmm. But this one, I was crying I in my car. Oh, God. Oh, I, God. I got it afterwards at first, you know, because sometimes you don't want to look at the dark and hard things. No, but I, I had to you shut it up, just, out or else. Let me just look really quick. And when I looked in, oh. it just gave me chills. And I was just like, I understand why all of my friends, my family members, my loved ones are posting about SARS and, <sighs> and, and Nigeria and, you know... And it was the same way when the thing happened in Guyana with the boys and the fact that they're still brutalizing and, and hurting and there's police brutality rampant in Guyana right now. And we just have to look, you know, and I'm just going to, you know, rather than us, because we can talk about this forever, uh, you know, to in infinitum because it just goes, it goes so deep. And I have to bring it back to the verse we use when we talked about George Floyd. Mm. Because of the times we live in, we have to understand that this time that we live in, the Bible calls it the day of evil mm-hmm. or the evil day. And that's in Ephesians six twelve, where it says, um, For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. Wherefore, take unto you the whole armor of God that you may be able to withstand in the evil day. And that last part ended in verse 13. In the evil day and having done all to stand. Stand therefore having your loins girt. And it's, it's telling us to put on the armor of God. Yes. And one of the things that we could do in this situation, they're calling for blood. We need to plead the blood of Jesus yes. as we go out, as we come Amen. in. Over our family Amen. members, wherever they are in this world, we plead the blood of Jesus over them in the name of Jesus. Because the whatever wickedness, whatever evil is roaming around on this earth, requiring the blood of our loved ones, the blood of Jesus is sufficient enough to answer to that call. So we need to plead the blood of Jesus over our family members. And it says the day is evil. Yes, it is. And this is what's from Philippians from back in biblical times. And they were calling the days evil. How much evil, you know, how has evil evolved? Is Look this around. compared to it? <laughs> Anything compared to it? I, you know, we have tanks now. We have uh, AK-47s. We have, you know, these weapons that can kill mass amounts of people. They're not just stringing people up, believers up, and they're not just putting, they're not just crucifying uh, believers anymore. The, the, the means of killing have become more sophisticated. And why? 
<laughs> as it says and it's so direct now mm-hmm. you know before people um are used to uh, um adopting diabolical means mm-hmm. now it's so direct like you're killed right there and then exactly so you just get extinguished like before you even face anything you get extinguished and it goes on to say there at the end of where you put on the armor of God in verse 18 praying always so as believers this is what we need to do praying always with all prayer and supplication in the spirit and watching thereunto with all perseverance and supplication for all saints so we need to okay adopt this mindset that we're not just going to pray for ourselves, and I'm speaking to myself too yes you too Althea you're not just going to be praying for yourself. You need to you need to open your mouth. And even if you speaking in the you praying in the spirit, you speaking in tongues, open your mouth and pray for the brethren. Yes, because then you can't cry when you look on the news and you see these things happening. Yes, there's things are going to be happening, but you need to do your part too. Yes. And it goes on to say in verse 19, and for me that utterance may be given unto me that I may open my mouth boldly to make known the mystery of the gospel. So we need to pray for that boldness as well as believers, that when we encounter these things and when we see injustice, that we should speak up about it. Because how can we have a platform? Many people have a YouTube channel and all they want to tell you is, is like and subscribe. What are you saying though? You have a platform. Like, why am I liking? Why am I subscribing? Am I getting? I'm getting. Okay, I'm getting there. Why am I? Why am I liking and subscribing? <laughs> I think I'm there. Why am I liking this and subscribing? What are you saying? You don't have a platform for no reason. Every platform is a chance to spread the gospel. Everywhere I go, if I'm talking changed. to somebody, I say, "Praise the Lord, God is good to me," and then I start. You have to pray for that boldness and, you know, pray that it continues and it rests upon you. Now, no matter what environment you're in, these kids were bold and they went there and they got shot. I'm sure a lot of them went with, 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 uh, with, uh, boldness and they went with courage. They went with God giving courage and they went there and they took the bullets and, and, you know, hopefully they're rested in heaven. Please Lord. Okay. Do not let their labor be in vain. And, And in fact, if you, do you know our anthem? Nigerian anthem is so it's so relevant to this time. It's so like apt to what is going on in times like this. What is the anthem? It says, Arise, O compatriots, mm. Nigeria's call, obey, to serve our father's land, to def- uh, to defend our unity. <laughs> I think I hope <laughs> and uphold our honor and glory. I think it's okay. the pledge. That's the pledge. The pledge. So help okay. me, God. Amen. So Man, I need to search it out. Oh my God, Nigeria! How can I forget? I know. The only part I remember of the Guyanese anthem is "Dear Land of Guyana." I can sing it, but I can't say it in words. <laughs> well, you know that could be automatic too. Arise, oh compatriots, Nigeria's call obey to serve our Father's land. Mm-hmm. The labor of our heroes past shall never be in vain. To serve with heart and might. I can't remember the rest. <laughs> well, peace and unity. Peace it. and unity. 
Okay, <laughs> compatriots. That's yes. along the. These are people. These are the people that we we're standing against. And to continue with verse 20, it says, For which I am, and I am an ambassador in bonds, that therein I may speak boldly as I ought to speak. 21. But that ye also may know my affairs and I and and how I do. So we have to be caring for what's going on in the world, basically. And this is what we're called to do. This we're ambassadors here on earth for Christ. And one of the things that we do, ambassadors in in the 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 physical or the world that we live in, um, they go out, they represent countries, they make deals, they speak on behalf, they have immunity. There's a lot of uh, allowances that they have, but we don't walk as if we are these ambassadors here. And one of the basic things we can do is pray. And I thought to myself, if I was a leader, how, uh, what would I want people to pray for me? To, I mean, number one, to make good choices. Let's mm-hmm. pray for them to make good choices. Let's pray for them to act in wisdom, with wisdom, understanding, for them to have compassion as well. And one of my examples I listed was from David, was David. And then also an obscure example, one of my favorite ladies from the Bible, Abigail, who married David in chapters before he became, before he ascended to Saul's throne. And the way she ran her household, the way mm. she kept a level head, the way she was able to communicate with her staff, the way she was loved, the way she was um, appreciated, the way she spoke to people as if, even though she was the one in authority, that they were equals. And that's what's lacking in leadership. People get the power and they start to exercise force immediately, mm. unnecessarily. And that's not what it takes. And that force, the force that's behind it, believers, we can never forget this. And I'm going to end on this point. We wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities and powers. And I'll say that again. We wrestle not. When you look and you see a human being, we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities and powers. Because when you look and you see a human with a gun, that's what you see with your physical eyes. But what is the force, as it says in SARS, what is the force behind that gun, that power, that evil that's holding a gun that's requiring blood and we need to we need to counteract it with the blood of jesus and that's what we need to pray over our family over this country start with your family microcosm start small family community church community country nation nations of the world leaders you know what let's just do it right now let's model that prayer right now um says you want to lead us in the prayer in um, 1st Timothy chapter 2 verse 1 to 3 says therefore I exhort first of all I exhort first of all that supplications prayers intercessions and giving of thanks be made for all men for kings and all who are in authority that we that they may lead a quiet this is Paul talking mm-hmm. here, that they may lead a quiet and peaceable life in all godliness and reverence Amen. Father, in the name of Jesus. Amen. We thank you, Almighty God. We thank you, Lord, that you've opened our eyes, thank that you've you, brought Jesus. knowledge, that you that you've brought us to this point where we can look and see, that we can see, Lord, what thank is you, going Lord. on in this world. We give you thanks, Lord. We thank you, thank Almighty you, God, Jesus. for every place in our life, for everything in our lives and the lives of our listeners that you have preserved, even mm-hmm. though the world is going in chaos right now, even though things may seem to be chaotic, we thank you, Almighty God, because it says in your word, in all things 
things that we must give thanks. So we still thank you, Almighty God, that even though the world is going in a direction that we don't understand, that you are still on the throne, and we give you glory and we give you honor. We bless your holy name. We exalt your name, Lord. We say, be thou exalted, be thou lifted high in the name of Jesus. Amen. We thank you, Almighty God, for the competent leaders that you've put in our lives. Thank you, Jesus. Help us to be able to acknowledge them, to be able to to see, to be able to recognize their leadership and to support them in the name of Jesus. Give us the grace to support them with our prayers. Give us the grace to support them in action and to stand behind them in the name of Jesus. Continue to let the the anointing of a shepherd rest upon every leader, the leaders of our household, our husbands, our fathers, our uncles, our mothers, in our church, our pastors, our apostles, the department heads, our elders. We pray, Almighty God, for that that anointing of a shepherd to rest upon them in the name of Jesus. Almighty God, we thank you, Almighty. We thank you, Lord, that you have given unto us, Lord, the opportunity here, this platform to be able to declare your word, to spread the gospel. We pray, Lord, that you will enable all of us here and our listeners as well to walk with the the, the feet shod with the gospel of peace in the name of Jesus so that as they go out, they will be bold, Almighty God. They will be bold to spread the word of God because even as people are dying, Lord, we want them, Lord, not to die out of you. We don't want them to die that second death. We want them to be saved. We want them to be saved at the end of all of this. So we pray, give them the grace. Give us the grace that everywhere we grow, we go, that we encounter people that we will feel bold. We will feel the need. We will have utterance, Lord, to be able to speak of your good works. We are able to share the gospel everywhere in the name of Jesus. Amen. And we pray for these leaders that are in power right now, Almighty God. These false leaders. We pray, Lord, because we know, Almighty God, that the heart of the king is in your hands. And like the rivers of water, you will turn them which way you wish. So we pray in the name of Jesus for every leader over this nation of America, Almighty God. We pray for the leaders of Guyana in the name of Jesus. We pray for the leaders of Nigeria in the name of Jesus. We pray for other leaders in the world, Lord, that may be misleading their people. Oh, Almighty God, that you will correct their hearts in the name of Jesus. Amen. Turn them as you turn the rivers in the name of Jesus. Amen. And guide them to where you need them to go for your people's sake in the name of Jesus. Amen. Almighty Amen. and everlasting King, oh Lord, direct your people. Direct Amen. these people in the name of Jesus. Amen. Do it. Have mercy for your people's sake in the name of Jesus. Whatever this brutality is occurring, Lord, let there be peace in the name of Jesus. Let all these leaders that are living their life, almighty God, for war, that are living their life to shed blood, that are living their life to brutalize your children. We pray in the name of Jesus that their life will be transformed to a life of peace in the name of Jesus. Almighty God, give them the desires of their heart. They may think and know what they, they may think that they know what they want to do, but we pray in the name of Jesus that you give them the desires of their heart and direct them to where they need to go in the name of Jesus. For your people's sake in Jesus' name. We thank you, Almighty God, that you have been faithful to us, Lord, even from the beginning of time. You've been faithful to your children, even 
through the time of Herod, yes. through the time of Nebuchadnezzar, yes. through the time of Pharaoh. Yes. And we know, Lord, that as we remain in you, we will be victorious. Yes. As we remain in you, Almighty God, we will you will preserve us. Amen. So we pray that even in these perilous times, yes, Lord, Lord, that you will preserve us. Amen. You will preserve your people through Amen. all of this in the name of Jesus. Amen. And no matter who is enthroned, no matter what king is in power, mm. no matter what leader is in authority, mm. Almighty God, give us the grace to look up unto you only Amen. in the name of Jesus. Amen. The lifter of our heads in yes. the name of Jesus. Amen. We thank you, Almighty thank God. You, in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 So guys, there you have it. Um, please, uh, let's do our part. Let's keep praying. We will never stop every day that we have, that we, we were able to take the breath of life. Let's remember that uh, the leadership of all these um, leaders, their safe and good leadership is dependent on our prayers. So let's not forget that we have the responsibility. If they're doing well, it's for our advantage. If they're doing the other way around, I mean, let's just do what we ought to do so that all glory will go back to God and we will see the benefit as well. So let's not forget, please remain in him and be victorious because that's the believer's response. And don't forget to go on our Instagram page, um, subscribe um, to this podcast and go on, on our Instagram page. If anything has blessed you so far, please let us know. Share with us what's been blessing you and how this podcast has been a blessing to you. It will help us to know that you're listening and for us to also get better in bringing to you what would always edify all of us. Amen. All right. Thank you and have a wonderful one. Be blessed.